This is Jeremy Duran, and this is No Holds Podcast. We're striving to have real and raw conversations with real and raw responses. No holding back on what you feel or believe. This isn't your ordinary Christian podcast. We are unscripted and unedited. A conversation with questions that are not commonly asked or talked about in the local church. What's up, everyone? This is Jeremy with No Holds, and I'm here with somebody very, very important to me. She's, man, she's special in my life. She's my queen. She's my spouse. She's my everything. She is my wife, Andrea Duran. How you doing, babe? What's up, everyone? Y'all, I'm super nervous. Don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm the same way with, man, even with the last ones, but you for sure, like, very nervous. I don't know why. <laughs> but um, go ahead and just share a little bit about yourself. Okay, so like you said, Andrea Duran, um, we've been married 11 years this year, and we have three beautiful children, Ebony, Skyra, and Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix is nine months old, so he's our baby. Um, Yeah, there's a great story behind that, but... uh, Pretty much born and raised here. Well, I was born in La Mesa, raised here. So small town girl. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else to share. I don't want to go on and on. You don't want to tell them how much game I got? How I got you or what? <laughs> you ain't got no game. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just like, let's not start. Okay, so we met. Yeah, let's not go there. Let's not. <laughs> I got game. Yeah, okay. You got Look game. Look at her. I got game. Mm-hmm. You got to have game. So beautiful, right? Yeah. Thanks. But um, today we're going to talk about something different. I know you would see us together. You would think, well, they're going to talk about their testimony. Well, that's not what we're going to talk about today. We're going to to wait and save that for the next episode. But today we're going to talk about uh, mental health. Um, What are your thoughts on mental health and how how serious is it right now? Well, um, mental health awareness has been very heavy on my heart uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, A lot of people that are close to me kind of know what I've gone through um, within this past year, I guess. Um, So uh, right after we had Phoenix, uh, he was born in December of last year. Um, Let me me back up. I've always dealt with uh, fear and anxiety my whole life. So I've struggled with fear and with that came anxiety and I didn't realize how bad it was. So it's been something that I've worked out, I guess, or God has helped me and grown me in. Um, I was, I didn't even share this, but I was saved when I was 21 years old, but I did, I grew up Catholic and so I've always had a relationship with God. Um, I guess you could say, but I never had like a close relationship with Jesus until I was saved. And, um, so anyway, uh, it's something that I've always dealt with, but, um, and I've often shared with it or I've often shared about it if I ever have a chance to preach or anything like that. And so, um, it's right after we had Phoenix, um, I had postpartum depression and anxiety uh, it was pretty bad and so um looking back like um uh, i don't even i t- i told jeremy he asked me to to share and i i really don't feel like i'm ready yet just because i'm still kind of walking through it 
in a sense, but um, I'm definitely not where I was and I'm thankful. And so I, um, yeah, I'm stepping out in faith and doing this. And uh, anyway, uh, it was really bad and Jeremy can testify and say, you know, we had some pretty, I don't know how to, I don't, it's hard for me to even put it into words, but, um, it was, um, I can see now how someone can get to a point where they commit suicide. Um, just because I was at that point, uh, not to say that I was, I had a plan or anything like that, or I was actually going to go through with it or, you know, but I did have a lot of thoughts and just crying out to God and just in my darkest hours, just asking him to take me because it was, gosh, I told you I wasn't going to cry. <laughs> um, just living in constant torment. Like I can see, you know, we've, especially in the body of Christ now, like we've seen so many uh, deaths and, and just suicides. And, and with this recent one of another pastor, um, it's just, it's such, uh, it's so disheartening and it, it breaks my heart. Um, but just getting to that place, like I can see now and understand. And of course we can tell people like, I know what you're going through because uh, you know, if you walk through depression and you walk through having anxiety, you can kind of tell people like, well, I know what you're going through. I know exactly. But really you don't know what someone's walking through or what they're going through. Like, um, so anyway, uh, it was really bad. I had bad thoughts, intrusive thoughts. And, um, I, we ended up, I just, I got to a point where I told Jeremy, like, I need help. Um, and it was like, so of course went to my, my OBGYN. And so they put me on medication and I, like I said, it's a lot better than it was. I'm still kind of walking through it. Um, I still have anxiety, but like I said, I've dealt with that my whole life. And so, um, it's something that's really heavy on my heart, like I said, and it's hard to share, sometimes because I get emotional about it, but I, my heart is to, um, as the body of Christ, for us to be more compassionate and extend more grace to those believers that are suffering with that, or not just believers, but people in general, um, because I remember being on the other side of that and just kind of being at a point where, um, I believed, you know, that I'm like, well, like you need to receive your healing or, you know, why are, why are you depressed? Like, um, our daughter has dealt with that. Um, our oldest daughter, uh, has gone through some stuff too. And she, like, I remember showing her or talking to her and like explaining, you know, look at your life. You're so blessed and like trying to show her perspective. And, um, really if you have a loved one that is, uh, that does suffer with mental health, a mental health disorder, like depression, anxiety, anything like that. It's, it doesn't help just because I was there and I, I'm telling you from what I walked through. Um, it didn't help me when people were trying to like show me perspective. Like I know that I could hear their heart behind it. Cause I mean, Jeremy's like, look at Phoenix, like God answered our prayers. Like he was trying to help me, but it made me feel worse because I would, it was like this, um, vicious cycle of like feeling guilty 
for having these thoughts and feeling the way I was feeling. And then, you know, when he would tell me those things or, or people would say like, I mean, look at your life. And I'm like, yeah, you don't think I, I see that. Like, of course, I know that we're blessed and look at what God's done and, and just everything that he's done in our lives. And so it was, uh, it didn't really help me. <laughs> it hurt me, I, I think, more than anything, um, just because I was beating myself up over it because I kept telling, you know, and I would cr pray and cry out to God, like, God, take these, take this. I don't want to, I can't live like this. And, and it was, and we would pray. I would, I would beg Jeremy to pray with me and just kind of, you know, hold me. And, and it was like, I, I told him like, there were moments where I was, you know, I had comfort and I was okay and I could keep going, but then it was just, it would come back. Any little thing would trigger, you know, those thoughts or whatever, they would just come on and, um, it's just like I couldn't I was like in this hole <laughs> I don't know how to explain and I couldn't get out and just like I don't know I'm sorry <laughs> I don't want to like go on and on so no keep going me I, mean, I mean no um, um I think too is I had to learn to be patient and I also had to learn to listen more um I know a lot of the times just like she was saying is man we we people and Christians we put so much pressure on people that are going through that and we just we throw scripture out and we throw you know just different things out and it's just like I feel like that makes them feel even worse just like she said um, there was a time even with me that I, I went through the same thing when mine you know was suicide uh, it happened pretty much after I confessed but like I said I'm, we're not gonna go into our testimony it's just I'll leave it at that, but after I confessed and then I was kind of on my own for a little bit, a couple of days, I'm not, or a week, I'm not real sure how how long it was, but man, I, I had thought about it. Um, I actually had it planned out. Um, I was either going to you know, hang myself, that was one, but I, I couldn't get myself to do it, so then I was like, man, when I'm on the road, I'll drive in front of a semi-truck and I'll, I'll end it. Um, I had felt, man, just unworthy less I mean just disgusted I did not feel like a man at all um, and I had people that would come over and they would talk to me but I couldn't get it out I couldn't tell them because I had felt like I already know what they're gonna do they're just gonna put more pressure on me well like I said like I should I should know who I am I should know my identity I should know what the Bible says but man that's not you know, when you're dealing with something like that, that's not going through your head. You know, what was going through my head was, if you end your life, everything will be done. Your wife won't have to suffer anymore. You know, your kids aren't going to have to suffer, which I wasn't, man, I was, like I said, I wasn't thinking at that time. And just last week, I guess, see, Andrea didn't know any of this until last week. We, we got to talking and, man, I, I encourage you, if you're married, be real with one another. Um, listen that that is probably like one of the main things is listen to your spouse and man I'm just after I had told her that yes last week I had this weight come off of me she and I had just told her right before we came on like this weight came off of me because man she was willing to listen to me and, I, and I'm so thankful that she was because I was still kind of struggling with that up to this point it wasn't it wasn't bad at, like it was back then, but every now and then I would kind of get a little thought like, hey, there's a truck just drive in front of it. But I would have to just, I would rebuke it. 
And, you know, and then I would think about my wife and I would think about my kids. I'm like, no, you know, I was, I'm, I'm not going to do that. But, man, I'm so just thankful that I have her because she listened to me. Thank you for, for just being that ear, you know, for listening to me and also speaking into my life. I mean, it, it's helped me a whole lot. Thank you. Um, one thing I was going to say, because uh, you said, um, like, definitely us as believers, we know God's word and we know um, the power of his word. And so we're not trying to downplay or we're not trying to say like, oh, his word doesn't work over this because yeah, now that's no. not like here our hearts. It's just um, we're. I guess getting on, the, we're trying to explain just uh, just what we walk through and stuff. And of course, I know the scriptures. I, oh my gosh, like all I always tell my daughter too, you know, because she she struggles with fear. Uh, for God did not give me the spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. I mean, I would say that over and over, and and you know, His perfect love casts out all my fear. His perfect love and just scripture after scripture that I would confess over myself and just keep confessing and um and I know it it was it worked and and I'm not saying that it it didn't it was just there was this such a um because it like I see it as and I heard somebody talking about it it's like when somebody has a mental health disorder um they're like everything can look good on the outside right it's not like a, a sickness like a physical sickness that you can see you know when somebody has a broken leg or or something you know cancer or whatever like you can see that on the outside but like with mental health disorders you can't see that and so you can see on the outside they look perfectly fine but on the inside there's this malfunction like it's not something's not right and so no matter you know even if we're believers and we love Jesus with our whole heart mind and soul like it doesn't matter because if there's that you know that mental health it's just like a physical sickness and so we can we can confess our healing we can we can you know but we can't like you wouldn't go to somebody and that has cancer and be like well why haven't you received your healing yet or you know that would be so mm, that yeah that would be so cold like what's you know receive your healing already like no and so just like that being sensitive with people that are suffering with mental health disorders um and so anyway we i just wanted to to say that um, because we love jesus we we believe his word we confess his word we believe in the power of scripture and that that's what he's given us to to fight the enemy that's our offensive weapon um is his word and so we do firmly believe in that and we do we do that (laughs) so anyway yeah, what would you say to somebody that is seeking attention? You know, I know, um, I don't, I guess back then, some, you know, you would hear people, oh, they cut themselves. Oh, and then they're like, oh, they're just, leave them alone, they're just seeking attention. Um, what would you say? Like, what would you do in that kind of situation? Um, I would say, do not take any of that. Um, Okay, when somebody is cutting themselves, uh, even if you feel like, um, just because um, we're, I'm also speaking from experience because of things that we've walked through and uh, loved ones um, that we've had pass away, it. I'm not going to go into that, but do not ever um, downplay that or, or um, ignore it. Um, because even if you feel that, like, 
oh, you know, they just, they're just seeking attention or whatever, like they're, that's what they do. No, because obviously if there's cutting or, or any kind of self-harm, um, you need to, you need, that's serious. And so get help for them, do what you can to help them get them to um, a doctor, you know, because they, there's something not right there. If they're, if there's self-harm, even if they're seeking attention, there's something not right there. That That's how I see it. And so um, definitely do not ignore that. Like don't take any of that um, lightly. And so I, I don't, I, I know because we were on the other side of it and I remember at one time thinking like, you know, like not taking it seriously because it's, you know, you, you know people and their situations or whatever. And so, but we, after going through some things, we're like, never again. Like, we will never take that lightly. That's not something that I play around with. Um, if I do know that you're doing that, if there's self-harm, like, I'm going to try to get help for you. I'm going to do what I can to help you. Yeah. And um, doctors, um, counselors, you know, there are some people out there who don't believe in it. You know, I know I've heard a podcast earlier today, and the lady was saying that she didn't believe in counselors. Because this uh, one of the guys that she was interviewing, you know, he was going through some anxiety, and he was saying he went to a counselor. Um, what are your beliefs on that? Like, what are your thoughts on that? I believe that God has anointed and gifted people, and their helps ministry. And I believe that that is, if if you need a therapist, if you need a counselor, go go to a professional. Go to someone mm-hmm. that that that's what they do for a living they're a professional they and so you i firmly believe in therapists and counselors and and i mean i believe in talking to your pastors and and mentors and and people in the church that can help you but also professionals that can help you um and that's something that we've been kind of after listening to that podcast too like uh how he said you know not like you're kind of toying with the idea well i definitely feel like that is something that we need um or i know i need for sure so most definitely yeah oh yeah you know (laughs) i feel the same way um i think once we go and and we open up we actually start to find things that we were dealing with even from you know in our childhood like that that's how i was there was still stuff in there that i guess we're still you know i'm still trying to deal with and um, but like I said, I have my wife here who, man, who just listens to me. Fine, you have to have, you know, your friends there that are that are just willing to listen to you, that you can open up to. Mm-hmm. Um, you need that circle. You need that, that group, that crowd around you. If you don't have anybody, man, I encourage you either, you know, find somebody that you trust and, and just open up to them. Um, that, that, like I said, that's helped me. I have my group that I open up to. You know, I, I ask them all sorts of questions and and some of them may be just like the craziest craziest questions and, and just like today I asked one of my friends uh, if if I were to commit suicide today would uh, my legacy live on in a positive or a negative way um, it wasn't saying I wasn't I wasn't thinking about committing suicide but that was his response was don't do it don't do it you know and he he encouraged me in every single way and it just like man that's a dude that I have that I can trust. Um, like I said, I, I text him back. It wasn't anything. I was never thinking. That was never a thought. It was just a question that I had that I just kind of 
been thinking about. Um, and I, I think I'm pretty sure you answered this already, but with somebody, you know, in the switch situation and stuff that you're going through right now, like what would you recommend to them? Is there something that you would that you haven't done that you would rec- tell them to do? Going to a therapist um, if they're uh, struggling with depression, anxiety, any kind of mental health disorder. Um, there's such a stigma around that um, because I know at one point I would think like, well, mental health, like you know, like we have a Manchamar here and and the mental health mental retardation center, you know, and I would think like. Like how they said in that podcast, like, you know, severe, uh, was it schizophrenia mm-hmm. and personality disorders? And I, that's where my mind would go. And I, I never even thought, like, I said, like anxiety, you know, or depression. We know depression is mental health disorder, but anxiety, like, oh my gosh, like we, in this day and age, uh, we live in the age of anxiety. And I mean, so many people that you talk to, it's like, oh, I have such anxiety, like, oh, you know, and I'm anxious about this, and what what is that? Like, I mean, I can't even tell you. Like, so many people I come across, um, we work with students. Uh, we're youth leaders at our church. We've been youth leaders for a while. <laughs> I don't know, like five or six years. <laughs> anyway, um, love our students. Shout out to Expand, <laughs> Expand Youth. So anyway, um I can't even tell you how many students that I've talked to and mentored or, you know, and sometimes I'm like, I don't know, who am I to mentor you? Like, I'm struggling with my own stuff and I'm over here trying to like give you advice, but I mean, I'm going to do, I'm going to be there. I love, that's what I do. I just, I love you and I'm going to help you as much as I can, even if I'm struggling with stuff myself and I don't have the answers. Like, I simply don't know the answer for this, but I'm going to love you and help you as much as I can. Um, but yes, the anxiety, oh my gosh so many people dealing with it so many of the of the younger uh, generation generation z millennials were millennials but anyway um i you know i really feel like a big because i've often asked myself like what is the common denominator like because growing up we didn't hear a lot about this and um and it's just so um I don't know what the word is. I'm not good with the words, okay? Uh, (laughs) But it's just like, it's just in your face. You just constantly see it, and you're constantly seeing how people commit suicide and this and that. But I really feel like a big part of it is our phones, like like, um, social media, just the social media culture, the pressures of it, um, just comparison. Comparison steals your joy. Mm -hmm. But just um, I personally... um, recommend and this is something that I've been doing um and maybe it's not so healthy but this is where I'm at right now I don't really like Facebook that much I'll get on it here and there but I feel like um every time I get on there's always all these stories being shared and a lot of it is so depressing and Mm. like especially my heart whenever (laughs) it's about kids like I can't I can't handle it and so I don't even read it like I'll see people share and they're like, oh my God, it's so heartbreaking. I, like, you know, read the story about this stillborn or, or, you know, stuff like that. And I'm like, I can't, my heart can't take it. I'm not going to, I can't. <laughs> and so that's where I'm at right now. Like I just, I try to focus on the funny, you know, I, I do me Monday for expand youth. If you guys don't follow us <laughs> at expand youth, but, uh, 
Mike, uh, Pastor Mike put me in charge of Meme Monday. And so a lot of my time <laughs> when I am on social media is spent trying to find super funny memes. And so that's, that's where I'm at right now. And so if you are struggling with, you know, just how uh, Jeremy said, like surrounding yourself with the right people, like having, you know, Jesus had his inner circle. And so I feel like we, you know, we're imitators of Christ. Like, and you would see him having his disciples, you know, he's had, he had his 12, but then he also had his inner circle, um, which are the disciples that were closer to him that he would take with him. Like he took them to the, when he went on the mountain anyway. Um, and so, uh, I will say that during the time that it was really bad, um, when I was struggling with the postpartum stuff, um, when somebody's struggling with depression and anxiety, it's really hard because like, I remember feeling like I need, I need to be around people. Like I had that, like I wanted, I wanted that comfort, but then when people were around, it made me more anxious. I don't know how to explain. Like, and y'all, for the people that know me, like I am this social butterfly. I'm, I'm an extrovert and I love people. I love being around people. Um, that's just how I am. And that's my personality. That's, you know, I like to make people laugh, whatever. But during that time, it was like, it made me really anxious when a lot of people were around and I'm like, what, you know, what is going on? This isn't me. And, but then when people would leave and it, it, it was just us or whatever, I would have that still, there was this anxiousness there. And I'm like, what is it? <laughs> like, why won't it go? And I'm just so thankful for um, the people that are in my life and you you guys know who you are, the ones that helped me walk through that season um, and still helping me. Uh, I love you guys and I'm thankful. Like, I do recommend, <clears throat> not recommend, uh, for the people that are going through this, you know, reaching out and also for the loved ones, if you see and you know of someone in your life, you know, reach out to them like even if they reject you or they're like no I'm good like go out of your way to help them because they need it at this time like you don't know what they're going through and so just loving them through it having compassion extending grace because I mean we all have our storms we all go through stuff and just I don't I mean just loving them through it and and having patience no, yeah. <laughs> because um I don't want to like dishonor my husband or anything or, or, but he like at times he was trying to understand like, okay, well he'd come into the room and I'd just be crying and he's like, well, you're crying again. (laughs) Like, it's like, what's going, you know, he just, and I couldn't even like work. I couldn't even voice what I was feeling. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just crying. Like I, I couldn't explain but I just needed to cry. And then and I would just be like, well, just pray with me. Like, I don't, you know, and then he would, he was, you know, he was, he was, he was trying to help me. But uh, at times I just felt like I was a burden too. Cause I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and so he, he did the best he could, but just have patience and love them and don't judge them. And just, um, yeah, like us Christians, we just need to get better at that because like I said, I was at the other end at one point, like, you know, I mean, just thinking like, oh, they just need to do this and they need, you know, confess the word and, you know, 
get your healing, like look at your life perspective, blah, 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 whatever, throwing these things out. And it was just, it didn't help. And, and now on the other side of it, like I am a different person. I don't wish that upon anyone <laughs> like to go through that. But sometimes I feel like we go through things and it, and not that God brings those things on us, but like he wants us to help others. Um, like, you know, coming out of it, it's like, okay, like devil, I'm going to use this to help somebody like, and so, um, I am like, it has forever changed me. I'm not the same person. And, um, and I hope to help others that are going through it and uh, have loved ones that are going through it. And just, like I said, I don't have all the answers and I'm still kind of walking through it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. I don't have all the answers either. Um, and I know one day we'll, you know, we're going to go up there and ask, ask Jesus. Like, hey, I, <laughs> I need a lot it. of questions. What's up with this? <laughs> no. But, uh, but I have definitely seen a change in you. Um, and it's blessed me. I know it's blessed our kids. They always, they're a joy. And they're always just joyful whenever you show up, especially Phoenix. You know, mm-hmm. you know how he is when you go pick him up. But everybody here just, just loves you. We're just... And we honor you so much. Um, but that's all that we have for today. I thank you, babe, for you know for joining me here. It was it's a blessing. You know, I mean, we done we we told each other we're gonna reach the world, and I think this is how we're doing it. You know, we're using our voice to reach the world, and I just want to say thank you. Hey, I forgot to tell you this at the very beginning. She is the one that got me saved. Um, she would constantly just. Let's go to church. Let's go to church. And this is back when I worked at the prison. And when we were, uh, I'd work in La Mesa, and she was just on me, on me, like on my butt. And, man, after a while, like, I was like, okay, I'll go. And the first time I went, I didn't like it. But um, she, but she also did it in a loving way. Like, she was never rude or just, you know, impatient with me. She was patient with me the whole time. And I think that's what made it easy for me to step in. And once I was finally in uh, and I started to enjoy it, I got saved and it's because of her. You know, I don't think I would be, I wouldn't be in Seminole, that's for sure. I wouldn't be here at all if it wasn't for her. And I wouldn't be this happy man that I am now because I wouldn't be married to her. So so thank you for that. You're welcome. But if somebody, uh, on social media, you do have social media. So how can uh, how can they follow you on social media? Um, so uh, of course Andrea Duran on Facebook. Like I said, I don't get on Facebook that much. I do check my notifications, but anyway, um, Instagram at Andrea Duran 07. I have a Twitter at Andrea Duran 707, and that's it. Oh, Snapchat and at Andrea Duran. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty simple at Andrea Duran 07. <laughs> so anyway, um. Yeah, that's how they can fall. And um, I'd expand you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd expand you to put that out there. Yeah. And we also go to Transformation Church. Yeah, shout out to Transformation Church. TC Seminole. here in Seminole. So if, you ever, um, if you're looking for a church home, yeah. like PT says, it's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. I don't know how he said it. But, Straight but, up. Uh, but yeah, I appreciate you, babe. I really do. I love you so much. And um, well, guys, until next time. We out. Peace. Peace.
And to you guys out there, hey, I don't want you sliding into her DMs either. She's married, okay? <laughs> Let me see. Where's that rock at, girl? She's married. Peace. Okay.